0: the scene, yeah, to yeah. and Janine, I'm yeah. bringing the facts, they know yeah. what I mean, music nope. comparisons, yeah it's embarrassing, up in the forward, I feel like I'm Harrison, on the fast track, mighty and morphing my name, yeah. feel yeah. like a gentleman, top of my class, a legend, I'm feeling like three stacks, okay. 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 Word to Aaliyah, taking it back and forth, I'm feeling so one in a million, I'm Timbo. like Travis McCoy, gym class, hero, wanting a billion, hey, yeah. J on the holiday, yo, yeah. yeah. do, what it do, ladies and gentlemen, hey, I know you missed
1: us one time, man, hey, we missed y'all too, bruh, 100. You already know what it is, man. Welcome to the greatest, and I do mean the greatest, audio independent and most current event discussion music-based podcast of all. Music-based podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about your favorite show, my favorite show, OTS's favorite show, everybody's favorite show. Say it with me one time, ladies and gentlemen. Pass the oh! What's happening, man? It's your favorite, favorite host, man. You already know the Prince of yourself. You already know your favorite neighborhood mediator, man. You know what I'm saying? The guy that's always gonna give you the hip-hop shirts, the music style culture shirts. You know what I'm saying? One day, all day, your boy Dwayne. Joined by my favorite crew. This the trio of all trios. You know what I'm saying? Starting with the number one, you already know Queen of Clatchy, Miss Boozy Thugger. My true favorite cousin, I'm talking about already sipping, straight bone tipping, ladies and gentlemen, Miss
2: Janine. What's up, cousin? How is everybody? What is what is bone tipping mean? I don't you know. know it? I just came off the fly. It sounded good. I just wanted to make sure it was It possible. did
3: sound good. It also hey. sounded a little inappropriate, too, so I was like... <laughs> <laughs> You know, it was supposed to
1: be bong, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know. Bong. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. God. All, right, All right, right. That was, that was, that was, if it came off as bone, I, you Whenever know, I was like, do oh. we
2: closed captions, we'll just make sure whoever responsible that puts bong.
1: Facts, though. What? Hey. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. But, y'all know what I meant, man. Y'all know.
0: <laughs> you know, it's just always a fly. Y'all know me. I'm going to throw
1: something out there. If it stick, it stick. That's what we do around here, it's up in the stuff. But we ain't done with the intro, y'all already know, man, we got the most famous man on television. You know what I'm saying? The hardest working man on show business. You know what I mean? He is the man that don't take no mess. This is the man with no nonsense mentality. You don't believe me? Just ask somebody, That well, you know what? He how shall not be named. <laughs> but <laughs> the man that don't take no mess. When it comes to this process, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about, <laughs> you know better as your oh, favorite, man. favorite guy. We call him Clive Mon. you know what I'm saying? And of course, he is the pod father. you know what I'm saying? And of course, we cannot forget this. He is, say it with me people, the critique of oh, artists none other than... Derek, what's up, sir?
3: <laughs> that, was, that was a hell of an intro, man. <laughs> hey,
1: man, you know, you know, it's been a minute, bro. It's we got to make it
3: epic, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only, and only the real ones know what you're talking about too, earlier, so. You know, you yeah,
1: know.
3: Yeah. We we don't name names, but, you know, people know. When they know, they know. IY, you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah, if you know, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, baby, that's
1: what it is. (laughs) How Family, how my crew feeling right now, man? It's like every time we come around and we link up, it feel like it's been forever. Yeah. And yeah, it ain't been that long. But come on, y'all. How y'all doing, fam? How everybody been? Yeah,
3: man. Oh, we're in the fall now, aren't we? Jesus.
2: We're getting close. We slight, we getting Uh, close. Yeah. I'm starting to feel like a slight. Breeze in the morning, which is always nice. But the way that Atlanta weather is, it's like you think you know what's happening, and then it's like you have no idea, and then it hits you with the complete opposite of the season we're supposed to be in. So (laughs) I just go, I I just take it day by day. But I feel good. Yeah, good
3: Good to see y'all.
2: Yeah, man,
1: what good to see y'all too, family. Well, you know, we normally would kick things off with uh what's in our ears, man. But y'all know. We kind of turned that into Music Mondays, which y'all can find only by following us on PTA underscore O-T-S. All right, so make sure y'all following that Instagram channel. Show some love. Interact with us. Hey, also let us know what you listening to on Mondays when y'all see what this trio vibe to. You always get a unique mix of music. That's the best part about it. A lot of times, it may be a week we all in the same vibes, and then there's just some weeks. You never know what you're going to get from all three of us. Nonetheless, Make sure y'all vibing with us and interacting with us on that Music Mondays, man. And we got some other stuff coming up for y'all, man. You know, I might do a little, 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 uh, a little Fashion Fridays or something You know what I'm saying? With in the music culture edition. You know what I'm saying? Rocking all these collections, shirts your boy got, and just being like, hey, this, today we tribute so and so. You know what I'm saying? Got to fly this and that. Boom. You know what I'm saying? What it is? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Who knows? We'll see. We'll,
2: this well, I came inside of uniform because I'm also wearing a T. This is Frank Ocean. You guys can't. See okay. It.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah.
2: I see you. I see you. You know? Yes. So you are yeah. an inspiration. Thank you, sir.
3: Well, thank and, you. And you know, my Eagles do have a song. <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs>
2: hey,
3: I
1: you. you know? I see what you did there. I see what you did there. You know what? That counts. So uh, bravo, my friend. Bravo. <laughs> bravo. Uh <laughs> so all right, we're gonna do a ladies first kind of thing then. Um, you know, I mean, if y'all want, what y'all y'all want to kind of say what we just been vibing to, not necessarily artist-wise, but just genre-wise, or how y'all wanna do it. Yeah. Yeah, we can. Oh, we I would have liked to some... go last this
2: time, oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> ah. Oh, she did that so smooth. She juiced us real. This
2: is <laughs> why she season. did that
1: smooth with a smile on her face yeah, too.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Sia so right. Swalla. Well, uh, I think I'm the new king of R and B, because I've just been listening R and B lately. Um, y'all know the vibes.
2: <laughs> like the whole mm-hmm. like past two months is just like, and and if you don't. Follow us, which you should, because what are you doing? Are you but doing whenever we do post our music Mondays, you know we have a, our little profile picture inside the corner to indicate who's listening to what. And Derek's picture looks like an R&B album. Like it looks like he's just going through it. And he's like, like out know, you know, of his songbook, rock <laughs> writing. And straight up. <laughs> up, he's been on R and B for like the past two months, and then yeah, and his I'm picture on the side, like yeah. My boy to just...
1: got to get he about to get y'all a whole R and B style album, boy. Y'all hey, just don't know. Uh, Your boy hey. been ghost riding for him, and I'm telling <laughs> you, dog, he got he got bangers coming for y'all, boy. He's gonna get y'all straight EP
3: after EP after EP. Hey, real song, if I wanted to write, I could write. I I
2: I'm sure.
3: I just. And that ain't my, that ain't my lane, but I could write if I wanted to. Oh yeah, we know, we know, we know you got it dog. Actually, Janine posted something earlier today that made me go down this other road, uh, getting into Music Soul Child again. Like, Mm. I just started listening to him after I saw something that you had posted and I was like, Oh. oh my God. So yeah, today, I mean, I was, I was Music Soul Child, um, uh, guy into uh, oh, boys and men. I've been listening to boys and men the last couple of weeks.
2: Oh,
3: wow, um, okay, Jesus, John Legend. John Legend was another one I've, I've been in, uh, listening to as well. So, yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all know.
2: I have a question. I mean, since since you did bring up the post, I like to know everybody's answer. So the post was Music Soul Child, So Beautiful, Teach Me, or or Half Crazy. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: My, My answer was, if I had to choose, Half Crazy is what I will always say first because I'm a little, you know what I'm saying? I'm a little half crazy. But so beautiful, I feel like it's kind of it just depends on what wave I'm on that day. Mm-hmm. but if if the list was so beautiful, um don't change mm-hmm. and half crazy, I would not be able to like I want all three back to back for a few a few rounds
3: and And what was the original list?
2: The original is so beautiful. Teach me or half crazy so out of those three which one would you pick for from music's catalog as top tier
3: oh jesus as top tier teach me out of those three teach me half crazy and so beautiful
2: Mm -hmm.
3: ah i don't know that was that's tough that's tough um so beautiful i'ma just
2: no you're biased right now but i feel it you know uh, so uh, <laughs> but where you are in your life right now i, feel like I was you're so biased well <laughs> 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 okay. oh
3: wow i mean that 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 wasn't the reason i was saying it but yeah i mean that yeah she is um uh um I don't know. Shout out Mariah, by the way. Um, I wanna say uh so beautiful. I wanna say it because the runs, I love the runs at the end. So that's kind of hard to to choose um out of those three to be top tier. Like the one that's gonna be like if you had to represent music soul child, which
2: Correct. one is Alien came came down from space, human. We've heard of this music so child. What is the best song or else you all die?
3: Half crazy. Yeah, I'm not dying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I rock with half crazy.
3: Yeah. I mean, but so beautiful is like right there too. Oh. That's oh. it's beautiful. I don't I don't know how that's a hard one.
2: I feel like, okay, well, Dwayne, what do you pick?
3: Well, <laughs> you
1: know <laughs> you talk about bias i am being a little biased with my personal pick but uh i'm going to teach me
2: okay i'm quite glad frankly, i'm
1: i'm going to teach me because you know that that song touched my soul when i first heard it and i couldn't stop playing it and i still can't stop playing it because yeah. it's just the fact that like bruh i ain't heard no man break down a real man's feelings through a song like that. Mm-hmm. And such a smooth way, too, because that piano just it, it just it just gets me every time. I can cruise to that. I can vibe to that at night. I can do whatever to that. And I'm just and you talk about runs, man. I just like the I like the orchestrated feel that comes right in the building. Yeah, yeah, that whole song was yeah. a build up from start to finish. Like Right when he get into that final run, you feel the you feel the instrumentation just getting harder and harder. Like, dang, I feel this right See, now, this is, bro. What,
3: it's so difficult. Right. To do <laughs> that makes so much so much sense.
1: Dog, right? I mean, that that's that's my vote. I mean, I love so beautiful. Uh, Half crazy is definitely slept on. I feel, um, but man, teach me. It just you know, I I got I got personal memories to that one. <laughs> I really do. So it's <laughs> like, I can't go against that, bro. If I'm putting anybody on music, bro, it gotta be Teach Me, man.
2: I guess if a whole alien race came, Teach Me would probably be the best song so they can learn how to love us as a human race properly. Yo. So I feel like this makes sense. All right. But I'm still keeping Have <laughs> crazy. they like, <laughs> I'm like, you no, know, I volunteer as tribute. Just don't take the rest of the human race. That's just my favorite. But I do feel like a lot of men do resonate with teach me because, like you said, like he was really breaking down from a male perspective. Like, I do love you and I walk with you, but I've never had to, I've never knew how to really express it or show you. So I need you to but, be a patient with me and teach me.
3: But you know why that's, that, that's how we feel too? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to turn into Venus and Mars, but. The reason why that is...
2: Shameless club.
3: <laughs> the reason why that is is because like, it's where we as men are, are uh, we come from a perspective of not sh- showing emotion, right? And so when we get into a, a point in our lives when we know we probably should, and then and, and a woman is right there that, you know, that we're, we're, we're really vibing with, how much patience does she actually have to be willing to show you how to love properly so that's exact i get that so i get i i i feel that way i feel that Bro, i feel I'm that i'm telling
1: you i'm telling you and you know it's uh it's crazy cuz you really you really do like i said i've never heard from any, and we got a lot of dope R&B and Neo Soul artists out there. Yeah. Right? And I yeah. I mean, I just never heard a man's true feelings exposed to a song the way Teach Me does it. Like mm-hmm. it's literally right there in bread and butter, like the, mm-hmm. the whole blueprint where it's like, ladies, this the song, if you really trying to like, like Derek was saying, if you patient. And you really trying to work with your man that you really in love with? Like, this is how you do it. Like, you gotta Mm -hmm. let him get to that point where he's singing it to you. Like, teach me how to do this right now.
3: Yeah. And that's a long process.
1: It is, bro. For real. Like, I, hey, man, had to. Had to. have hey <laughs> So head.
2: easily <laughs> went into a uh, Venus and Mars tangent, but I'm keeping my comments to myself. We have so many things to say, but this is a music. It's a, it's a, a dual blend. blend. We gonna call it's it good. a
1: dual blend because it's music related. Okay, so,
2: right. so you know what's annoying to me, and I hate this conversation, but but it keeps coming up. Is like the what does a woman bring to the table conversation that piggybacks into women are too hard, or they're not soft enough, or mm-hmm. what or uh, whatever. Do do you all as men feel like right now women have lost the patience to to teach their, their to teach a man so to speak how to love properly? And do you feel like it's valid? Or should we get back into being a little more empathetic and a little more patient?
3: Yeah. Um I so. say I'm saying i <laughs>
2: okay, yeah, I'm like those are two questions.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I know, I know, I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, okay, moving on. Oh man. <laughs> I'm gonna tell
3: you why though. Because um I feel like we we hear a lot from women what they want from from men, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And then like we have to be patient with women to grow into certain areas, right?
2: Mm-hmm
3: so that 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 patience sometimes isn't reciprocated i know i've been in that situation where i was the one that had to be patient and 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 work and understand but that that wasn't given back to me you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and it, it i wouldn't say that i don't think this is all women too that that's another thing that's a, the thing that that irritates me about that conversation is that it's a, it's it encompasses everybody in in there as if all women are like this It's not, it's just that this, these are the women that are on the forefront that are the loudest that aren't the softest that aren't the most patient that we come across a lot. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? And that's on social media too. So it's like in social media and in person. So it's kind of hard to, um, to say that that's not the case because there are a lot of women like that. But there are a lot of women that aren't like that, that are willing to work with you and build with you as long as you're showing progress, as long as you're doing work, right? Like, it's not all on the woman. it's The man has to do the job too, you know? Like, that's that's the partnership. <laughs> Y'all both gotta do work. It's mm-hmm. just like, what are you willing to, to 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 do? Because like, if you want a man to be able to show emotion, you have to provide the environment for him to feel safe to show emotion. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it takes a lot for us to actually feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And we like, like, even when we do feel vulnerable, like, are you able to, to show that vulnerability? And the cases, way no. that
2: you respond or handle that first glimpse into the vulnerabilities sets the tone for whether or not he's going to continue to do so.
3: Exactly exactly so you can't ask for us to to be uh show emotion you can't you can't ask for us to you know uh, uh do a lot of things if you're not willing to provide us that safe space you gotta be our you gotta be our safe space you know just like we have to be your safe space it works hand in hand but usually it's like In a lot of cases, is one-sided. So, yeah, and that's that's crazy.
1: And you know what? Sometimes, uh, based off songs like this, you know, some men, depending on their creative space and what they like to do and how they express themselves, when you're writing a song like "Teach Me" or Mm -hmm. you know, just any kind of thing, whether it's through a breakup or through a serious open up kind of thing like this, or Whatever it is, sometimes words can't express the way your creative space does. Mm -hmm. You do it. Um, If you're an artist in terms of painting, sometimes you can express your love or your feelings as a man or a woman. Mm -hmm. You know, vice versa. Mm -hmm. When you paint it out Mm -hmm. and you you illustrate it. Um, If you're if you're a type that can literally design something like from scratch and construct something like if you build something out of showcasing your love and open it, it's, it's just different ways to express it um, mm-hmm. so and that's just for someone who may not have the actual words to say to open it up when you're like hey why aren't you opening up to me you know mm-hmm. it's kind of hard for me to do per se but like when I'm in my safe creative space I can find ways to communicate with you this way and show you my love for you or show you
3: where i'm at show you what i'm trying to do so yeah. you well, know to piggyback pick, pick off of that
2: another piggyback mm-hmm. one
3: go ahead like, they uh, might
2: be on the same page but. probably
3: mm-hmm. are but <laughs> as artists like our art is an extension of us so when you reject the art or if you ignore the art you're rejecting mm-hmm. or ignoring us come on and that vulnerability is right there, and just like Janine said, if your first interaction with that is a negative one, uh, 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 with with your partner, I, bro, I can't, I can't trust you now. <laughs> you know
0: how that you goes. So, saying? So,
2: yeah. so, what you all are describing is a particular love language, which isn't talked about, which is art right like mm-hmm. everyone talks about words of affirmation physical text, et cetera, et cetera, but art can be one of them
0: mm-hmm. so do
2: you all feel like people with different love languages can have a successful relationship whereas you do you are kind of teaching your partner how to love you properly or should you all have the same love language to where it's just natural and there's not really nothing you have to explain or teach
3: mm. you're not automatically going to have the same love language as your partner that's why you have to study what your partner's language is you have to nice. be able to study that know it communicate with them in their language and mm-hmm. they have to be able to do the same thing for you yeah, yeah. but you have this to understand true. what your language is like mm-hmm. i didn't know i told you this uh yesterday janine mm-hmm. i didn't yeah. realize that my love one of my love languages was words of affirmation until a year ago. Maybe maybe a little less than that. I just realized that. Mm-hmm. So in my past relationship, when I wasn't getting that, I felt rejected because she wasn't giving me words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Not, not nearly as much as I was getting in the beginning. It wore off. <laughs> so yeah. once it wore off, it was like, eh. You know, like, so you have to be able to understand and, and know, like, that's part of communication, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. communication yeah. is being able to, to 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 talk but also understand it's not just talking it's understanding so if you're able to understand what this person is saying you're actually communicating it's it's a two-way street
2: and air i say this is why it's important to kind of have like a single phase or just like a phase where you're really like learning yourself because if you don't know what your love language is or you don't know what you need out of a relationship how how do you expect to tell your partner or expect them to give it to you I guess inside of your Mm -hmm. situation because everything else was working out it was a pleasant surprise to find out that words of affirmation was also a love language but it wasn't something that you you were already being fulfilled inside of other things like you already had your checklist this person was kind of Filling out this checklist and it was like, oh, a bonus! You threw in something extra, mm. you know.
3: Well, like I would say, are you talking about my past situation or this current. current? Oh, current. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like, oh, you're good,
2: but like a bonus, you yeah, know? Oh, I mean? oh
3: yeah. no, that that was already there at the beginning. That that were the words of affirmation. Boom. Yeah. Instant like. And I don't have to, I don't have to even fish for it. You see what I'm saying? Like that's, that's one of the things like that's, that's, that's what. Like I went through that period. You were just talking about just being able to go through that, that time of just being by myself to understand who I am, how I, how I communicate, you know, um, which Mm -hmm. shameless plug, if you're, if you're, even if you're a single, you need to read the, that book of the word of the way of the superior man, man or woman does not matter. You need to read the book. Because that it talks about all of this in there as well. It's it's something that that breaks down a lot of stuff uh, uh, for you with that, and that's what I read during my time of singleness. Uh, uh, that helped me with understand that. So yeah, I love
2: it. <laughs> Another shame shameless book club. Um, the what did I think about this week book club this month? We're we're reading a book called um, "Black Girls Must Die" Ex- exhausted. And one of the major themes is like she's in her thirties, she has this checklist, she's trying to fulfill all these things. Cause like we do feel like we have this biological clock and we have this idea of where we should be by a certain time. And, you know, of course marriage and kids are in there and she has this person that she's been in relationship with for a year. And now she has to decide okay do I wait and try to meet him halfway and get him to eventually want the things I want and like love me in the way that I need to be loved or. um, This older lady gave her a quote that said, a man that does not have a plan for you isn't your man right so it's like. What are we doing? So that's a really, really, really good book too. So you have nonfiction, and then you got fiction, but there's gems in both. <laughs> like, Come on know.
1: now, oh, I'm talking about yo, <laughs> hey, and, and and you know what? On that note, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of shameless plugs, while we're on that subject of shameless <laughs> plugs, ladies and gentlemen, I would just like to humbly say we'll be right back for our next subject after a word from our favorite sponsor.
0: Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy, Dwayne, from Pastor Ox and Life's a Botch podcast. I'm coming to you with a real dope advertisement if you got a moment. Can we do that? Peek this. Yo, you tired of that uncomfortable feeling with your undergarments? You, you know what I'm talking about. Like, literally having to adjust so it gets real comfortable in between, the, you know, the real safe space. Or maybe just wedgies from just going underneath, you know what I mean? All that. All that. Let's keep it in 100. Y'all know how I'm feeling. Y'all know how that feeling goes. I wanna to introduce to you the ultimate solution coming from the number one premium and fit athletic wear, just for you. I'm talking about none other than Champ Number One Boxes. Champ number one boxes is a black owned underwear brand. Okay, they literally specify in giving you the most top-notch, high-quality, premium, adjustable, and fitable, and totally comfortable undergarment wear that is just for you. Not only is it something that you can wear, feel good in, feel confident in, and love, but it's also high quality, feels good, and most importantly, it is definitely fashionable, okay? Comes in a different wide variety of so many different styles and themes to these undergarments, something to make you look good feel good and swag real good in the process all right so again did i did i get to mention that this is also a black-owned brand it's a black-owned brand y'all so if nothing else definitely go support that 100 so what i want to do is i want to tell you head on over to ots media co on all social platforms facebook instagram twitter and youtube if you go over you click the link in the bios It'll take you straight to the Champ Number One Boxers website. You can check out all their styles. You can check out their bundle deals. You can check out why this brand exists, what it's all about. And trust me when I say, you do not want to miss out on the types of opportunities going on right now on the site. Champ Number One Boxers, make sure you do it for the champ in your life if you ain't already doing it for yourself, champ. All right? Champ Number One Boxers, make sure you go cop those. All right?
1: All right. We back. So, ladies and gentlemen, what's happening? Hey, we got that word from our sponsors. Make sure y'all go check that thing out, man. Y'all already know what to do. Go hit the link. All right. Follow all things at the OTS Media Co pages. All across. Click those links in the bio. And you already know what to do, man. Just support the cause. You feel me? Um, with that, let's uh let's, let's segue. Let's segue. Um Bring us to Cuzo real quick and say Cuzo, anything recent been going on in the entertainment world of things? Like any any interesting news of some sorts going on lately?
2: I mean, only that Beyonce broke the fucking internet again. Um, that I was gonna segue <laughs> the me and uh what what's in our ears. I, I wanted to know whether or not y'all actually listen to a re, a Renaissance. Okay, no, not even a little bit. All right, I listened to two tracks. Which ones? The first two. Okay, so-
3: That's two more than me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I started, I was cleaning and then I was like, I can't listen to this while I'm cleaning because I want to sit down- It's the perfect
2: action music. Like it's perfect for cleaning up the gym, et cetera, et cetera. Well, since I'm the only one to listen to it, I will give my hot takes, so obviously the wave is dance music right we saw Drake with honestly never mind and now we have Beyonce two very different takes on the house music dance genre in my opinion now my first listen to Beyonce was like okay this is cool but it made me go back and listen to Drake's album like I I, like right after I listened to Beyonce's I went back and listened to Drake and I was on his shit like from top to bottom for like three days straight really then I went back to, because here's the thing with Beyonce. Beyonce is obviously, hands down, hella talented, top, if not the best entertainer performer of our time. Um, And like, you can't take that away from her, but I feel like Beyonce's voice is so distinctive and and she's just Beyonce. Sometimes it's hard for me when she tries to present a new sound and this is different. Like uh, she hasn't done anything dance for real, for real, at least not this Mm -hmm. way. But the album is really fucking good. Like, I think maybe it's not for the men, maybe, maybe not, probably not. But I do feel like a lot of the lyrics are very empowering and it makes you feel confident and sexy and just makes you wanna dance in front of the mirror. And it's amazing. So I support. But I also Hmm. wanted to talk about, um, I don't know if y'all saw, but uh, Khalees got on B- Beyonce's internet talking shit yeah. about um, <laughs> the energy record, and I wanted to know y'all's opinion. So I found this 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 excerpt from Facebook. Um, the views and opinions of this post do not reflect those of OTS. I'm just I'm I'm just reading. It's a perspective one <laughs> to see what y'all thought about it. All right. All right, so it says, <laughs> it says, okay, Khaleesa is not the songwriter or producer of Milkshake, so her money stopped after she stopped. Oh, this is by Aurora Banks. Shout out to you, thank you for the the uh, quote. Okay, so Khaleesa is not the songwriter or producer of Milkshake, so her money stopped after she stopped performing it. She doesn't get to make any decisions regarding the song. She does not continue to get paid for. She does not continue to get paid from the song. Beyonce puts out a song called Energy in which there is an interpolation of milkshake, not a sample. Beyonce legally clears the use and adds Khalees as a songwriter, which means she can now get paid for years to come. Khalees goes on a tangent calling Beyonce a thief and says she could have had the decency to call her even though she didn't have a legal obligation to do so. Instead of Beyonce responding, she removes Khalees as a songwriter and the use of a simple la 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 that would have gotten Khalees paid. Now, Khalees is back to square one, no credits and no money, and y'all thinking Beyonce was wrong. If anything, it's a surprise gift. Hey, I know you didn't get taken care of for your single, so here's an opportunity for you to put, uh, here's an opportunity where you are put as a writer on my song so, so that you can get paid. Thoughts, comments, concerns?
3: Wow, Blaine, you're the you're the artist.
2: Yeah, you're the artist in the situation.
1: I am the artist in the situation, and I, as the artist in this situation, if I got "quote unquote" uh, robbed, which first of all, it's kind of your own fault. Because come on, granted, it was a different time, though. You should be smart enough to know that you should be getting your royalties and your masters and all that. For- or a single like that, like you should definitely, but that's what happens when you let Nas go, you kind of just went that route because Nas would have made sure you got that money, but it's neither here nor there. Uh, Artist wise, um, yeah, no, if, if Beyonce took something from me or decided to give me credit for just throwing some ad-libs like straight, You know, I'll put it this way. I've been in school right now, guys. I've been in my music school, okay? I got a simple, simple common sense class called Skills Lab, which is teaching us things that are very simple, you know, such as your time management, things that you don't think about that you really do need when you're working with someone like a Beyonce, making sure that you know to stick to your own time range. If you're gonna work in the studio with Beyonce for four hours, You got to make sure you stick to your schedule, all right? I got four hours to work with Beyonce. Then I got to move to the next thing I got to do. Or, you know, uh, simple things like being able to work together, right? Flaws. What's my flaws? What's your flaws? Can we coexist? Can we synergize, right? One of these things was funny because they brought up Childish Gambino. And they brought up This Is America, and they brought up the fact that we already know, artist-wise, how many people were on that one song and how that little piece, whether it was a little ad lib, whether it was a little this and that, all of that allowed everybody to eat from the benefits of what that song did, right? Well, it ain't even just the writers and the artists. As someone who's in school for the behind the scenes things and stuff, it's also those producers, those mixers, those masters—the people who are actually in the studio putting these little things together, right? So, Khalees, understand that if Beyoncé was smart enough to say, "I'm going to turn around and help," you, and then you quickly just—all you have to do is just keep it quiet. She was literally trying to help you for a second, right? you could have been completely set. We're talking about Beyonce here, right? With a fan base that will eat you alive, okay? Hence why Janine made a statement that she made. This is not the views and public opinions of the people at Pastox or OTS Media Co. Therefore saying, Beehive, don't come for us. That, all that being said, it's, it's kind of really not smart on her part, because now you're back to a spot of nothingness, right? And you easily could have just kept quiet, kept your mouth shut. And sometimes it's good to speak your mind, but there's a time for foolery and foolishness. And this was one of those moments of foolishness. Like, you could have had a private conversation with her about it, maybe. You know, but when you bring it on Twitter at that point, the floodgates is open. Y'all say I had no choice but to now take you off because it's like, well, you're messing with the bag, sis. I you mess with the bag, you know, you got to get cut from the bag, you know, trying to do a favor. That's it. But it's just the little simple things, man. That one simple thing could have set you for life and you allowed that to just fade away where you're back to square one. You can't get the money and the benefits from any of your singles in the past, including your biggest one. And somebody noticed that, saw that, and they wanted to try to help you out with just a little something simple, right? I can't can't really say it was smart on her part to do that. I mean, honestly, again, if it were me, I would totally just sit there and ride that. Like, well, hey, I'd be right there like, Beyonce, what else you need? You need anything else? You want me to
2: sing
1: it You want me to ghostwrite? You want me to background sing? You want me to, what what else you want me to do? I appreciate you for this, but do you need anything else? That's what I'd be trying to do. Yeah, because she ain't I'm have sure to too. do that. Yeah, she ain't have to do that at all. She don't owe you nothing. Mm-hmm. Not one bit. You're talking about legendary status, okay? when this woman has a freaking biopic about her bro understand this is something you could have been a part of and now you 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 just just a memory a distant memory at this point so it's yeah nah that that wasn't smart and i i hope right now you find your purposes and you, you find a way to get right on the phone and be like hey uh yeah, we take every bit of that back and whatever we can do to rewrite that wrong, let's let's do that.
3: I, let's do that nah, now. I'd be petty as hell. You you already said it, it ain't hap, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. That's what happens when people don't, they're not, when people aren't properly educated. Like, you can't do something stupid like that and then, you know, expect any type of sympathy.
2: I also feel like the internet and these comments and these blogs and stuff it puts pressure on people to make you feel like you 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 have to respond quickly and like you mm-hmm. have to say something where sometimes like it's okay to kind of sit back and watch things unfold and like sh- strategically respond like i feel like from the standpoint of okay if we're supposed to be girl power and women empowerment and, you know, not wanting to necessarily take from the little guys, so to speak, but like, let me just say, I love Khalees, K- 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 it's all respect, i rock with her artistry, um, but it's like, you can't come on here saying shit with your whole chest when you don't really have any ground to stand on sure would it have been nice if she got a call from Beyonce or beyonce's team and be like hey so we're we are going to feature because her whole thing was she didn't know about it at all until the tracklist came out and so she was saying oh well she could have at least called first and kind of gave me a heads up et cetera et cetera but it's like if i'm getting a check i don't give a fuck about a phone call yeah. you know what i mean but you know people put their priorities in different places so So,
3: hold on so so she didn't know about it until the tracklist came out the tracklist came out a couple of days before the albums came before the album came out right right Mm -hmm. so she waited until the album came out to say what she said
2: I think it was all unfolding over, over the course of it because again like you said like the track list and features and samples and all that stuff like it didn't come out until right before the album came and yeah. so she was saying like she kept seeing mentions and like it was brought to her attention and so I guess after she got tired of people commenting and saying stuff she went on live and kind of went off about it or she shared her feelings on the That's
3: situation. what happens later. That's there's there's no reason why, and this is actually should be a uh, uh, another reason why artists should go through a, a like a camp, so to speak, or some type of course where you understand social media, because there's no need to run to social media, because you're upset with Beyonce. You can I'm pretty sure there's a way to get in touch with Beyonce, if you want to.
2: For Beyonce's assistant,
3: assistance. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the then that that assistants kid, like you, you know how to get in touch with someone, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like it doesn't necessarily need to be right to social media that that you go and 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 air out your your grievances because most of the time people do that, it's over something stupid anyway, right?
2: And it backfires most of the time. A lot of a lot,
3: yeah. So there's there's no, like, at this point why is it that artists aren't uh, uh 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 understanding that more you know what i'm saying like you've you you screwed yourself over
2: <laughs> by, and that's anybody
3: that makes sense man i'm not i have no sympathy for her that's just dumb as hell
2: no absolutely. sympathy Cause you know, I'm the Paula Abdul of this situation. I totally have empathy, you know what I'm saying? And people make mistakes and it's like, sometimes you're just really passionate and emotional and you aren't thinking all the way through, but it sucks, man. I also would like to know if, because again, this is like somebody's, I'm I'm reading off of somebody's page. So I don't know if they did their journalistic due diligence to see whether or not Cleese really was gonna get paid for it or whatever. But let's say hypothetically speaking, Khaleesa's name is there to show that. But I feel like Beyonce would give her credit though. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the way that Beyonce handles stuff is beautiful, but it's annoying at the same time. She's su- She's such a public figure, but she's so private. Like, I feel like I don't know her, which I guess is still the allure of what a celebrity was prior to the internet for real, for real. But that annoys me because I want to know you. And it would have been nice if she went uh, with a guy on live, like, well, Khalees, <laughs> you would have been getting paid, however, or just explained it from her perspective too. Yeah.
3: Hey, man. It would have been nice if she had gotten petty like that. That'd have been nice to see.
2: But she lets her like the the beehive is gonna be petty for her. She don't she don't even have to speak anymore. She oh yeah. I mean, I
1: mean, haven't you know, we seen numbers. a countless amount of times how many careers have been so-called ended from this behind?
3: No. Why do people think they can go against this against this fan base?
2: But that sucks too, because from like a smaller artist, I, I I can understand the standpoint of oh, like if I feel wronged, or if I feel like you're 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 taken from me, I'm not about to like lay down and not say anything just because you're a big bigger artist yes you know I'm say
3: something to the person
2: yeah not right.
3: social media that's true okay <laughs> that's exactly that's where that's that's why I, I don't feel bad for her because that's just dumb yeah it's it's that's a dumb.
1: it's a it's a it's a one-edged sword in her case because it's not even double It's literally a one-edged sword that she stabbed herself with uh Truth be told, because like you had the opportunity for dare I say, even some type of comeback from that, maybe. you know. But again, what you do now, she could have <laughs> got on tour, she could have opened up for Beyonce. Now, now you stuck just being on TMZ and having your own farm in the back of tadpoles. I don't know, it's just
2: and, and 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 what if that's where kalisa's mind is too, like. What if she's like, I can give a fuck about this music shit. At this point, it's just more about me feeling like, put some respect on my name or at least have the decency to call. I could care less about going on tour and singing.
3: Well, if she didn't care, then she wouldn't, there was no, there's no reason to argue about it then.
2: You're making really good points and I don't like it.
3: (laughs) I'm just, I mean, cause like if, if, if she really like, if she really wanted to just move on from this, sample it. Or it's not a sample, it's not a sample. What's it, what's it technically called?
2: The I word that I like. Yes. Read past. Yes. Interpolation, interpolation.
3: Okay. So yeah, that, um, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and do no it. it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, it's like Worcestershire sauce. Like you gotta yeah. say it real fast,
2: real fast, and y'all. I like, I
3: like, you know, he said, yeah. <laughs> jeez man. Oh. Um,
2: confidence in the way you say
3: that Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if if she didn't care, then there's no reason to be mad.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So. I agree. And this agree. is not like we're talking about a child. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about someone that just just started off in their in their in their career. That's a rookie mistake. Agreed. Dang, son. What do you <laughs> say?
2: <laughs> Another rookie well, mistake for me, and we don't have to talk about it too much. I just want to throw it out there. Um, uh, uh, Irv Gotti going on a press room on how he's still hurt over Ashanti dating Nelly when he had a whole ass wife at home is wild to me oh some things don't have to be brought. like there's so many other things you could have talked about i.e the beef with 50 how that was a real thing like how did that there's so many other things we could have talked about but
3: he's also about. drinking though
2: that's true we be, we in our feelings especially a light-skinned cancer man oh y'all can't have drinks
1: speaking speaking of which that that's a perfect uh segue conversation that I have for you guys. Uh speaking of the subject of Irv Gotti, because it's been a while since we all linked up, right? So this is this is a fitting conversation. Um this has been a trend lately with a lot of artists and producers and things like that. And I want to know how do y'all feel about uh as we know Irv Gotti sold the masters of rule Shanti Jay-Z DMX I believe it was 300 mil, if I'm not mistaken, and signed it over, Uh, I I forgot the label that it was, but he did sign over and sell the masters of all those artists. And he basically did it in a way where you saw an emotional video of him signing the contract with the masters you know, selling so it away, saying my family is set for life. This is the moment I've been waiting for. I came up from nothing. And now my family ain't never got to struggle again kind of thing. We do know back in the past, we know, you know, Lil Wayne sold the Masters of like Drake and Nicki Minaj. We've seen where Justin Timberlake sold his Masters. I mean, I want to know, guys. Um, how are y'all feeling about these artists as of late doing this? Are y'all saying this was the perfect time to do this? Do y'all think they're doing this too soon? What What do y'all feel about this right now?
2: I don't know, man. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like from a business standpoint, if the business wasn't right on the artist's end from jump and like you don't have any claim to those masters at the end of the day if they're mine they are mine to do with them as i see fit mm-hmm. and it's hard to turn down 300 mil like i'm i'm like is it i i i rock with you we were a family we were label mates so, oh, man, this is a motherfucking but and this mm-hmm. is life changing and not just for me but for my kids kids and then mm-hmm. so you know what i mean So I understand it from that standpoint. I would like to know if he broke off the artist, a piece of that though. If he did, then okay, all is well. You really technically, legally, you didn't need to have parts in this, but because I like to do good business and because we're family or whatever, I do want you to eat off off of this too. Mm -hmm. That's what I would like to know.
1: I I, I especially, express that for the sentiments of God, uh, you know, people like Ja Rule, Ashanti, and DMX's family in that case, you know, given that X isn't here with us anymore. Like, how how do they all fare into that? Like, you know, because like you said, 300 mil is a lot, it's a lot. I mean, he could have let that grow some more, I'm sure, but I mean, shoot, unless you just don't know what to do with your money, That's a lot to really last you Mm -hmm. quite some time. But I mean, I don't know. How y'all, Derek, what about you, man? You think this is justifiable on his end, or what what do you think?
3: Yeah, business wise, it makes complete sense. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, at the same time, 300, you're talking about. You said Jay Z too?
1: Jay Z, we're talking about Jay Z, Ja Rule, and Dmx, and keep in mind that's at the time when all three of them
3: were popping yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I mean, just on one alone could have been close to that. To be completely honest, if Justin yeah. Timberlake can get hundred mil for his catalog, you tell me Jay Z couldn't get three hundred alone. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. I, I agree with that. Like, so where where does I'm so curious as to where <laughs> where this stops because like like up to which which album that stops for, for mm-hmm. Jay-Z.
2: Because
3: mm-hmm. I know um I know when Lil Wayne sold uh Drake and, and Nicki's catalogs, I think that was up until um Scorpion for Drake. Mm-hmm. How, how much did
2: Wayne sell it for?
3: 100 mil all Mm -hmm. three and that's that's his little way i mean his drake's and nikki's now it's cheap that's that's very cheap because think about it
1: if irv literally just got 300 don't
3: you think wayne feeling kind of dumb right now because Lil wayne could have gotten 150 200 just for his Mm -hmm. yeah and that's why
1: i'm like I'm just curious as to how mathematically this even works. Because keep in mind, while we're on the subject, you got guys like Snoop over here Mm -hmm. buying death row records Mm -hmm. just so he could get his masters back. Yeah. So I'm just trying to understand this in some way, shape, or form here, guys. Like what? Yeah, I
3: don't I don't I don't know. I don't know, because I would love to know, like DMX's catalog alone after death. Come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that's gotta be worth a that's... lot. That's gotta be worth a lot. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think some of his tracks were on were on uh some uh soundtracks for some of the movies too mm-hmm. uh, that he was in. So like that's a lot that you're talking about. Um whew. I don't know. Justin Timberlake made sense. Mm-hmm. Made sense. Um, I don't know that it completely makes sense to sell all of those. I probably would have. Would have. I'm surprised. Wait, are you? Sh- Hold on. Jay Z doesn't own his masters. Apparently not. If Irv was able to sell
1: <laughs> his masters, because that was a the- part of the deal. It was Jay Z. It was Ja Rule, and it was Dmx. And of course, it didn't say Ashanti's name, but you just know that obviously because she was a part of the label that involved yeah. Ja Rule, obviously that means her master's is in that too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's, that's crazy. That's a lot. That's yeah, a I'm, lot. I'm personally curious if Lloyd's is a part of that to a degree because of the fact that he was under that murder tree for a little bit. Um, so I'm curious as to if any of his, from his first few singles and stuff isn't part of that either, but uh, Maybe. It's, it's, Maybe.
3: it's just crazy. You talking about Ja, Jay, and DMX? Mm-hmm. Lloyd is a throw-in at that point.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just toss it in, just to toss it in, man. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it's I hope he broke them off some, though.
0: I do. Hope I, some, but, I really but, do too. but
3: Jay, Jay should have been on his Masters. That's what's throwing me for a loop because I don't understand why. Why he did I, th- it. I, I think and it's I because
1: understand. I think in Jay's case, I don't think we got to remember. He wasn't always the Mongol he is now. Right. right that right. time we talking about early Jay.
3: Yeah. So well, we talking, talking about, about like Blueprint. Uh, yeah. You know, like
1: some of the we talking about early, early Jay-Z. So like it obviously probably stops anywhere. He's had a lot of albums, so it probably stops. I'm gonna guess it might stop either before the black album or possibly yeah, right around that retirement spot he had.
3: Yeah. Because the reason why I'm asking, I'm saying that is because um, with him being a billionaire at this point, I would have figured he would have purchased it
2: mm-hmm.
3: a while back. You know what I'm saying? Um, but
2: both parties would have to be in agreement to him buying it, right?
3: Well, if 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 Irv was willing to sell it for three hundred mil, that's true. Yeah, Jay can Jay can easily get that. Like that ain't that ain't hard for Jay to get at all you know um that's wow
1: yeah it's it's guys i'm
3: telling you it's it's definitely
1: something when you're hearing about these news it's always intriguing me when i hear that
3: someone's masters got sold all of a sudden and i'm just like this happened recently this happened recently yes Mm -hmm. yeah still I how did jay-z not (laughs) man
1: I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm I don't know. <laughs> but I tell you, it, it makes you wonder who all owns who's masters at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you think yeah. about guys like Diddy. Imagine how many masters this man owns. You know? Then you got Kanye. It was like, hey, man, he's trying to get his masters from Sony. And then it's like, wait a minute. Why don't I just buy Sony? Boom.
3: Yeah. That's how you what? get your masters but yeah i feel i feel bad for his his artists
1: Ah, uh, yeah yeah i mean that's eesh. horrible man it's 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 highly needed uh for our upcoming artists out there you guys really gotta get these classes about that masters some kind of way the importance of it because yeah It's crazy how these guys are just making a killing off of music that y'all help platform. Wow. 300, 300 is... I know
3: man, I know. That's gonna balloon too. It's gonna gonna balloon. Especially like, God forbid, but when Jay does die Boy, that's going up. That's going <laughs> up, bro. <laughs> who did
2: Who did he sell to? You know, yeah,
1: that's
3: a good question. Who did
1: he sell it to? was a late, I may have to do a little extra research to make sure, guys, but I do believe. Let's see. Let's see here. Let's see if I, uh,
2: Gotti sold his stake to Oliver Chastain's acquisition vehicle, Iconoclast. This Los Angeles-based firm entered the music rights acquisition space in February of 2022 following the purchase of Robbie Robertson's music publishing name likeness and recorded music entry.
3: Oh, so they just they just started and they they were able to buy that for 300 million.
2: Music rights acquisition space.
3: Jay, I, I can't see Jay-Z not buying his up. I can't see him not doing that. And you got to break job, off, man. That, that. Well, it, hold
1: on. I think he did. Because apparently there's a, a Drink Champs episode. Because to those who don't know, there is a Murder, Inc. documentary getting ready to release. Mm-hmm. And apparently, John and uh tag teams on an episode of Drink Champs to mm-hmm. discuss all Murder, Inc. business and things like that. Um, But Ashanti apparently is a hot topic of this. According to Hot New Hip Hop, this is where the source is being read from. Ashanti was a hot topic. We've been steadily reporting on the evolution of those remarks and how they've affected social media conversations, including an addition from Fat Joe, who wasn't happy with Irv's comments. Joe and Irv have been friends for decades with the Bronx MC called Gotti a sucker. Irv would later say that Fat Joe was no longer his friend and it seems the two are dealing with that fallout behind the scenes. Meanwhile, Irv's drink champs revelations continue to be shared. And this time we're addressing the division caused by Ashanti's masters. The singer re-recorded her debut album because she didn't have control of the original music. I feel I was always very good to my artists said Earth. Artists have a way of getting money. Rule makes a lot of money doing shows. Ashanti makes a lot of money doing shows. So what's left for the guy who has recorded, who has the record label, who helped make the record? How I make money out of this is the masters. So how how am I supposed to feel when you want to remove that aspect? You really basically saying, you don't want my children, them, to eat. And then, of course, Nora replied, he wanted to know if there was a compromise. Gotti answered, ain't no compromise, before stating that Ashanti asked him for the stems of her record. But he refused to, because he knew she was going to use them to re-record. Irv also addressed her, saying she would jazz it up adding that she changed anything that if she changed anything about the album it was no longer a cover and he would have to clear the record which he has no plans to do
3: yeah irv is, irv is hurt. is that's really petty yeah that's, that's, that's his ego.
1: Adding to what you guys were mentioning about earlier, which Nelly also apparently had his comments to say based off this. So this is currently a trending topic, did. it looks like, so.
3: Yeah. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a bruised ego right there, man. He mad you your, 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 you, your girlfriend.
2: Your mistress.
3: Your mistress. Hmm. Actually stepped out with, with someone else. While you're sitting next to your wife, that's disgusting, bro. Like,
0: mm.
2: and the crazy part is like no one knew that this was your mistress. We just thought that this was your artist. So like really, it was just you alone and and your thoughts upset to the point where,
1: you know, always trying to make it look like that was the the the, the sister, you know, the little sister, right? It was like first this whole lady. time, you know. Yeah, first lady, right? Yeah. Mm. You know, you know now you you know now I don't know, you know, I got some on air off air exclusive I could tell you guys. I don't know if I can hear this on PTA, but I got some news that I used to hear back in the days.
2: So, I love the Inside it,
1: scoop from back in the day. This is what I heard from personal new workers from you know friends of mine from back in the day. gets it? to that. But. You know, uh well ladies and gentlemen, that about does it on this portion of things. So We'll be right back after this momentary
0: break. So don't go nowhere. Y'all stay tuned. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Dwayne from Pastor Ox and Life's a Botch Podcast. I'm coming to you with a real dope advertisement if you got a moment. Can we do that? Pete this. Yo, you tired of that uncomfortable feeling with your undergarments? You, you know what I'm talking about. Like literally having to adjust so it gets real comfortable in between the, you know, the real safe space or maybe just wedgies from just going underneath, you know what I mean? All that, all that. Let's keep it in 100. Y'all know how I'm feeling, y'all know how that feeling goes. Well, I want to introduce to you the ultimate solution coming from the number one premium and fit athletic wear, just for you. I'm talking about none other than Champ Number One Boxes. Champ Number One Boxes is a black owned underwear brand. Okay, they literally specified and giving you the most top-notch, high-quality, premium, adjustable, and fittable, and totally comfortable undergarment wear that is just for you. Not only is it something that you can wear, feel good in, feel confident in, and love, but it's also high-quality, feels good, and um, most importantly, it is definitely fashionable okay comes in a different wide variety of so many different styles and themes to these undergarments something to make you look good feel good and swag real good in the process all right so again did i did i get to mention that this is also a black owned brand it's a black owned brand y'all so if nothing else definitely go support that 100 percent. so What I want to do is I want to tell you, head on over to OTS Media Co. on all social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you go over, click the link in the bios, it'll take you straight to the Champ Number One Boxers website. You can check out all their styles. You can check out their bundle deals. You can check out why this brand exists, what it's all about. And trust me when I say you do not want to miss out on the types of opportunities going on right now on the site. Champ Number One Boxers. Make sure you do it for the champ in your life if you ain't already doing it for yourself, champ. All right, champ number one boxers. Make sure you go cop those. All right, right.
1: welcome back. Y'all just never know what y'all gonna get, man. Y'all gotta get exclusive for some of this behind the scenes footage in the process. We're gonna work on that in the future, but y'all, real talk, final subject is my surprise subject. These two, you know, it was kind of thrown in a group chat. I just don't know if they remember this, so I'm just gonna outright bring this up. See, it's kind of fitting. This whole thing has been pre-planned yet unpre planned because it's all just so great how this free flow today. But I wanna bring up this final subject for y'all this evening. R&B music. There was a post about R&B music And it's kind of fitting given what we talked about in the opening segment of today's show. So y'all, I'm paraphrasing this quote, but it was a quote that said, today's R&B music is nothing but relationships that are toxic and toxic-like behavior Where is my R&B with the true love, like we got in the 90s and in the 80s, where you were really in love with someone, for real, for real? Where's the real R&B at? So I I must ask, and open this up, guys, today's R&B versus the R&B of past. May be hard to compare, but in terms of not necessarily the music, but more so the subject of love in general—toxic mm-hmm. love of today versus true love of the past. Where are you guys
3: on this subject right now? Don't get it twisted. There was toxic love back then too.
2: Yeah, but they covered but, it up a little bit. But, but I- look,
3: what, look, look what Ike did to Tina. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
1: okay, but that's an right.
2: actual quote, though, man. I, I feel like um, R and B is never gonna be what it was when mm-hmm. it was at the height. We we've talked about that before. Not that R and B isn't great and thriving, and there's not great R and B artists. They're just not on the forefront like mm-hmm. rap and whatever these other genres, these subgenres of rap are. Like that's just what the wave is. Um, but I would like to think uh, maybe artists are, they wanna make songs that are relatable to their audience. And we live in a time where nobody wants to be in love for real anymore. Like everybody's just kind of like, I have a situation I have a sneaky link, you know what I'm saying? Like I do, like I have somebody that is kind of like my go-to but I got options too, you know what I'm saying? And that's just what, the single folks are doing so that's what the artists are going to sing about because that's what their audience wants to hear they want to be able to be like i'm going through this right now you know what i mean
3: Mm -hmm.
2: it sucks but that's what it is
3: yeah i mean music reflects uh culture i mean it, it it's what you what you see and hear in music is how society is in general right so um there's a lot of toxicity out and about right now, <laughs> so yeah, of course, like the the, the newer music is going to uh, is going to reflect that. But um, I do think, even with that being said, there are a lot of there's a lot of good R&B projects out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Snow Allegra is a really is a great, amazing artist. Um, Ari Lennox she's phenomenal and uh, yes and we cannot forget about the great Chris Brown
2: what a segue
3: <laughs> I think I think he's
2: toxic too
3: oh oh yeah oh. he's toxic <laughs> He's got toxicity in his music for sure. Uh, but like this new album, Breezy, that's probably his best album. That's probably yeah. his best album. Um, cause I think like it, 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 it shows, it showcases him more evolved and, uh, uh, in this space where you can see R and B and pop right and i think that that he is i think people just hold him to what that to that incident with rihanna and then also to the 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 um the outbreak that he had on um was that good morning america or something like that some mm-hmm. tv tv show um we we're holding him to stuff that happened what like 12 14 years ago and not allowing him to grow and showcase his music wasn't there stuff with crew too yeah but i don't i don't i don't remember all that i just i didn't pay attention to that to be completely honest mm-hmm. like, i don't i don't pay attention i don't pay attention to the personal lives of artists like i, I just don't I, I don't either i just
1: remember from that netflix documentary
3: oh yeah, yeah 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 well i don't think that was as I don't remember what happened with it but i don't think if i'm not mistaken i don't think that was as crazy as the rihanna thing
2: I saw. like the audacity of him to be with her the night before and then the very next day you see him sitting courtside with rihanna it was more of like the nerve of this nigga versus him doing anything like
3: yeah yeah i mean we're stupid at times you know like I think that was stupid (laughs) but (laughs) also
2: rihanna like i'm so i'm so sorry i'm so sorry it's rihanna
3: yeah speaking of if she was still putting out music you know that would be another person you could talk about but i think RB is still out there It's, it's just underground stuff that that we're not we're not uh we're not used to it's not mainstream like love isn't the mainstream theme Mm. like it was in the nineties, you know, and, and like you had love all in the movies and all this stuff. So it was a major theme going through society to Mm. where now the music has to reflect that. But at this point, that's not something that you see a lot. Now that, that, that
1: point right there does make a lot of sense, you know? think about movies like uh loving basketball the wood um shoot man love jones best man poetic uh, justice Mm -hmm. yeah you know what i'm saying uh titanic uh why do fools fall in love you know what i'm saying um Shoot,
2: you want to talk about toxic? Like you said, songs were toxic back then, too. Why Do Fools Fall in Love was like toxicity on 10.
1: Yes, Jason's lyric, you know
3: what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, any romance film you know today, (laughs)
2: love and hate, you know what I'm saying? That's
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was 90s. Look, see, I like I, I
1: like how
3: she took it back. Yeah. Like, it was crickets. It was crickets, <laughs> and then you went right back to the 90s. It's like, it's, wait, wait, I still love not love There's no dude. romance movies out That's right now. That's
2: when the toxicity started really taking place. Oh, she, she's blowing up cars. I heard you. All right. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, yep. yeah. Man, heck, even the bodyguard,
3: bro. <gasps> oh, my God. she's a bodyguard. Wait, 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 to, uh, wait to exhale. Wait to exhale. Uh, uh, what was that one? Um, mm.
1: He's was at
3: Washington and Whitney Houston that Christmas movie. Oh, Preacher's Wife. Preacher's Wife.
1: Yeah, even that. <laughs> That's the level of
3: angel. Boomerang. Boomerang. You
2: know what I'm saying. Yeah. uh you watch home last night.
3: <laughs> no word. You know what I'm saying? Uh, wow. you don't have those movies today. Art annoying. reflects culture and society. So if if you're not, if that's not what's the major theme, you're not going to see it. Yeah. I think we could eventually get so back too. to it. I think we could eventually get back to it, but it it, yeah. it requires a lot of, because now therapy is something that is such a major thing now. Mm-hmm. I think I'm willing to bet maybe in the next 10 to 15 years, we'll start seeing there being a, 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 a resurgence a little bit. Do you guys think, um, how was I going to word this? Because
1: the thought came to me slightly trying to read me, but do y'all think another, let me see, some of these movies are slowly trying to like come back? Like, I know I think there was another best man that was supposed yeah. to be
3: coming around. They, they've. Um, I think they finished shooting it, or close to finish shooting it. Close to finish shooting it.
2: Is it, is it the same cast, or they're doing like whole new characters?
1: Mm -hmm. I believe it was the same cast, with probably a sprinkle mix of new characters. Yeah, for sure. Um, How
2: about? Here's an unpopular opinion. I would prefer that they didn't. Like, I feel like that there's some things that, like, would it be nostalgic and nice to see Morris Chestnut again? Of course. But it's mm. like, like even with the coming to America, like uh, yeah. It was cool because it was nice to see everybody together again, but it just kind of it diluted what was the, what it was. Mm. So like if we're gonna do it, I feel like there's enough stories and there's enough new faces and there's you know, there there's there's enough that we can explore to create new stories and new classics. Like I'm I'm kinda over the 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 redoing of stuff that's already come out. Like even no shade, even like Christian combs and all these re, re remixes he's doing, like leave the classics alone. Like if you're gonna be creative yeah. and do something, do something different.
3: But even with that, who's the Morris Chestnut of today? Um, Michael B. Jordan, maybe. <laughs> eh. I don't
2: know. Low key, Denzel Washington's son. Um, John David
3: Washington. Hello.
2: John David Washington. We can even go with the guy. Um, what's his name? Dan D- Daniel. Daniel hey, Kaluuya. Kaluuya. We can go him. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's his name? I don't know people's names. I just know there are faces. What's his name? Kobe, Kofi,
1: Kofi Kingston? No, no,
2: no. No, like like there's definitely enough new faces. Oh, my God. Sexy and beautiful black people that we can. Brown
3: Sugar was another one. That was another one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I I think you do have some guys uh, that. Could take over that space at some point. John David Washington mm-hmm. is a great example of that, but he he's he's got some more work to do, I think. And I think he did a great job in Malcolm and Marie. But you don't have we just don't have these. This is not this is we're we're in a day and age where where the focus is not on love. The focus is on popularity and and uh, social media. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's more so of like, not everything that glitters is gold type of society
1: mm-hmm.
3: is it's one of those things where it's like, uh, we're just looking at the facade, we're not looking at the the meat of, of everything. Mm-hmm. So once we stop looking at that, and we're paying attention to the 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 inner workings of things, again, I think we'll get back to that point but I, you there's no one that really stands out to me that could be uh like a leading person in the new age of actors uh, uh the way morris chestnut was or denzel washington was uh as well like um that that guy that has to be in any type of movies that we don't have that right now i think damson idris could be someone that could yes jump in on that as well thank
2: you for saying him yes for sure and i also think like i think as 90s kids like it is it's difficult for us because we were alive and experienced firsthand like the peak and the height of like a lot of like memorable classic black culture things right the golden age the golden whether it's movies the music etc but like we're just not going to get back to that like there's like people's voices don't even sound the same we'll never have another luther we'll never have another barry white we'll never have another patty like and it is but it is and we can't search for it because it's not gonna happen so it's like the the same our it comes back to our very first episode of usher of like we can't hold shit to like the first of something because it's never going to live up to our expectations
1: mm-hmm. now this is true i mean i'm looking down this list y'all of like black actors and like tears right and i'm sitting here Showing these ages too in the process. Man, mm-hmm. where the where the where's the where's the carriers that's gonna? Digital Washington, sixty-seven. Will Smith, fifty-three. Sidney Potier. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, eighty-five. Idris Elba, forty-nine. Samuel Jackson, seventy-three. Eddie Murphy, sixty-one. Danny Glover, seventy-six. Jamie Foxx, fifty-four. You know what I mean? James Earl Jones, 91. Lawrence Fishburne, 61. Wesley Snipes, 60. Forrest Whitaker, 61. Martin Lawrence, 57. Like Terrence Why, Howard, 53.
2: Not, not been there. Underwood. See, that's another yeah, one.
1: Where even at? Cuba Good Jr., Chadwick Bozeman, Michael Jordan, Kevin Hart, Ossie Davis.
3: Why well, is Kevin Hart?
1: Omar enough. Epps. I don't know. I guess because he's been at everything. <laughs> Because he's been in everything, I guess, you know. I mean, he wasn't, uh, think like a man, one and two. So I guess that's their way of saying he's been in these romance movies, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, and about last night. Because mm-hmm. they tried to do that with Terrence J for a minute, but I don't know what the heck happened with that. They tried to make him like the romance guy, too. I don't know what went wrong with that
3: one. but I do. He's not right for that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> also, and dare I say, like <laughs> the idea of what a man's man is is also different. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think uh Blair Underwood or like a Morris Chestnut and guys of that caliber, like a Omar Epps, like that was what women mm-hmm. looked to and what was a man's man in like the '90s. And I think these younger, well,
1: yeah, you Wesley there too because like Wesley. Wesley was definitely what brought a lot of dark skin back, apparently from what I was always told. So it was like, you're talking about some prime uh, situations where like the music and these Black actors, like all just, it made sense. And it was
3: just like. I'm telling you, uh, like, once you start seeing more love, like romance films, you're going to start seeing r&b be something that's big again it's mm-hmm. i think i think it's going to take it's going to take a generation of writers that are going to therapy and stuff like that to get in touch with that side again to you know bring that back to the forefront it's going to take a while so it's take a while. think this i had to i had to google black
1: young black actors right because it just you know i said today's black actors it brought me the veterans right I had to spec- you know, specify this for young ones. Here's what comes up, right? <laughs> you got Jaden Smith. You got John Boyega. Tyler James Williams. I'll take John. Trevor Jackson.
2: I'll take Trevor.
1: How do I want? Ah, the Kofi individual that you guys were speaking about. Okay. He's up here. Kelvin Harrison Jr. Oh, I know who Coco Jones. Yes. Okay, okay. Tequan Richmond, Miles Truitt.
2: No? Oh, whoever the actor's name that played uh Jazz inside of uh Belair. Belair. Throw him in some more movies, please.
3: We need to see him more of him. Yeah.
2: Please.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Belair, and you said Coco Jones. I think she's one she's she's one that we could see take over you know how in the 90s we had those romance comedies jordan l jones i think Mm -hmm. she could do something like that i think we could start Mm -hmm. seeing her in that kind of role at some point yeah um because you can see uh glimpses of that in Mm bel-air but again bel-air is platforming a lot of people in the
1: way Yeah, Um, that's what i'm
2: saying Air was one of the ones where they brought a classic out but they were able to make it fresh and 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 reinvented unique. and unique and it's new faces to where you're like okay i can rock with this yeah. but a mm-hmm. lot of times when they're trying to bring back something and they think that is going to pull an audience because of like star power and names it ends up being really corny and cheesy yeah
3: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i yeah we, we just never Wherever- get back to that Whatever happened to um guys like um Esquire from ATL? <laughs> oh you haven't seen him He's old now he's he's he's, he's he? been on he was on he was just on the, uh on uh what's that Ghost Power One say that's Power Book Two. Okay. He was just in the first season of that. Um first or second one. Um but he's been he was He's been in a lot of uh, music videos too. Like I know he was in Nipsey, yeah. one of Nipsey's music videos.
2: Oh, can yeah, I also I, know when, um Joey Badass and what he's doing inside of Raising Canaan? I feel like it's definitely true. Yeah looking Joey Badass look at him what, a little bit differently in an actor standpoint. What
1: about Luke James? Whatever happened to that guy? He had a nice little rising star at one point.
2: Luke James, Luke. James. Who's Luke James? Uncle That's James. the
1: guy I get mistaken for as a as a as a record apparently, but he had his, um, Derek moment. Luke
2: was my guy.
3: Hold on. Oh, Derek. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Derek Luke. Yeah. Derek Luke was good too. Yeah.
2: Okay. Luke James. I like him. I can see him. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: I was, I was, you oh, know, he's he shy. A,
1: yeah, he I love that shy.
3: Guy. <laughs> yeah, I love that man. That, that, that dude's good. Yeah. Um, what about him though? No, I'm just
1: I'm just throwing out some of these uh, black actors trying to see like if we'll see more of them in prominent roles of like you know whether it's romantic movies or just anything that's you know related to our current culture of music. You know what I'm saying, based off their ages and what they play off things like that. Like I was thinking about the cast from um, Black Mafia Family for oh, bmf yes, yes yeah like i was yes, thinking about that whole yes.
3: cast of young black men like man shoot bring these guys out more roles. little Meat little meach is the guy who plays meach mm-hmm. he he's not gonna be in a romance film bro, bro nah, nah. yeah <laughs> nah. <laughs> he ain't gonna be nothing romantic that makes that makes sense that he makes was in sense. euphoria though uh new season of euphoria oh nice yeah didn't have That's a big role but. You know he's he's Zendaya. He get, he's just getting into his was well, Zendaya. That's what I'm saying. She's did been a lot you, too. Did you see Malcolm and Marie? Yeah, I, mean, I actually true. have not seen it yet. It's good. Now, not- that was really good. And That was actually shot at the beginning of the pandemic, where mm-hmm. everything was shut down, and they only had like a few people on set.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did a
3: phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Zendaya is one of those that could be a, one of those leading actors. But the thing is, again. This is not on the actors, though. This is on the writers. Mm-hmm. If if you're not, if the actors don't have anything to go off on.
2: That's true. Mm-hmm.
3: So we have to have writers that are writing love stories. I think uh, 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 um, Issa Rae did a phenomenal job with the photograph.
1: She needs to be in a lot. Yeah, photograph. Even with Insecure, just telling stories. Insecure is phenomenal. Um, yes. She She definitely. Yeah. And even... Even Insecure, some of those actors we saw on that, I mean. Well, um, I can
2: see being inside of a lot of like romantic comedy type deals. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, like you got so much, um, that's that's just, you know, maybe that's a subject for another day musically as well in terms of culture. just like, why aren't we seeing, you know, these more romantically synced films where you got, younger talent that can showcase like hey this is here you know even if you're going to put some toxicity in it i mean just
3: well, something. Had plenty of toxicity in it yeah but it, like again it it's is. it's it's just writers write what is going on in society too so like it's 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 a reflection like what we're seeing in our music and our movies is a reflection of our society that's mm-hmm. just that's just it and 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 if we can get to a point where more people are in in tune with that side of themselves like like maybe that's what we said earlier uh about uh, a music love music soul child with Mm -hmm. teach me right if there were more guys that were able to express themselves that way we might have more stories uh, uh uh from different perspectives but again, you uh, this, that's what I'm saying, like, therapy, to me, is just what's probably going to kick that off. Because the more, the more you think, and you're more, uh, you, you're being more uh, introspective, ah, you unpacking things and, and understanding how you operate. Now, you're going to want to write about it. Right. So then we'll start, mm-hmm. see, I think we'll start seeing some things. But I think it's, again, it's gonna take some years, 1015 uh, minimum, like, where we can we where I think we're gonna start seeing things like that take off, but I think we can get back to a, 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 a close to like where we were in the two thousands with r and I think we could get back there you know you had neo, you had sierra you had um uh usher uh justin Timberlake. Rihanna. rihanna like uh, you had Carrie hillson Hilson, Drake uh <laughs> <laughs> i think I mean you got all these people out here that that that, you know, were in touch with 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 that side. You know, I think we can get back to that point. That was Alicia Keys. Do not want to forget about her. Um,
2: Jay Holiday.
3: Jay Holiday. Where is
1: he?
2: I'm a bitch. He's in bed.
1: <laughs> Jeremiah. You know what I'm saying?
2: Uh, <laughs> I, nice. I, I, Oh, Jeremiah really did it. Like as a, we we're about to get get into it. Oh ten. my god! I like oh. how he he would he didn't do anything super phenomenal as a solo artist, but yet he's every hood niggas, like go to for like a hook.
1: Facts. You know what though.
2: I'm saying like 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 he's the go to for a hook. i might have doing a lot. What if hear me out? <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> what if this new album that Ray J is doing with uh Sammy and all these other guys, what if what if what if what if, if that's starting to bring cause that battle with, with uh uh Mario and um Omarion, as horrible as that was because of Omarion just goofing it off. I heard the other way around. No, Mario was interesting trash. I heard both were trash from what I, no, I've been
2: Mario told. Was
3: Mario was perfect.
2: Listen, I heard
3: he was perfect. off key just as much as anyone at else. Certain points, at certain
2: yeah. points, at certain
3: points, it's a live performance, yeah. yeah. But,
2: but overall,
3: killed it. And he's coming out, and he, when he comes out a new album, This, I think that battle might actually uh, 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 spark a renaissance type of movement. Where we're starting to see the, the the focus on these type of artists again. Um it's an entertainment uh, entertainment value to it, so uh it's possible.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's possible. Mario, man. Oof. Ah mm-hmm. that nigga can sing.
2: So wait, it's 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 Sammy, Ray J, and who else? Sammy Bobby. Ray
3: J, Bobby Valentino.
2: I feel like Sammy's better than this.
3: Another one, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But but, what if that album that they're doing can somewhat spark the the comeback?
2: We'll see. I don't know if I'm willing to bet the resurgence of bomb R&B on R- Ray J. Ray J is good, <laughs> Ray J is good at marketing something like, like it's gonna be entertaining. Yeah, it's like Ray Revenue, you know what I'm saying? Like it's definitely gonna do what it needs to do on paper and for money wise, but as far as like real artistry, I just my hopes aren't too high. I feel
3: it's that. Just, someone, I saw a post, someone said that R&B died when guys stop doing this in their videos.
2: <laughs> they don't Superstar. even stop and dance inside of the rain. In anymore. the
3: rain, that like
2: was- Chasing me outside in the rain, then like, what are we even doing? So but was... How
3: toxic was that though?
2: I don't know, like, I... <laughs> on, on whose side? Cause why was...
3: are you running in the rain?
2: Baby, I messed up, but I love Stay you. Stay inside. <laughs> Risking pneumonia, bitch. It's that, it's that you're risking my
1: health. The, the, the rain thing, I'll explain the rain thing kind of. It's one of those, oh, he really does love me yeah. moments. Hence, Corey and Topanga, when Topanga was moving and was just like, you know what? I don't want to go to Pittsburgh. Corey, and I'm pouring, drenched and wet and rain. Right at your doorstep, the moment your door opens, like that kind of stuff, that was you know. Even though it was a reverse effect, you know, it's just that kind of stuff, you know. Something about rain just signifies that's how much we love you. We're willing to sit in the rain and get soaked, yeah.
3: Just so but, we can, you know. I mean, I'm outside not. kissing in the rain by the nah.
2: time forty. Then what are we like?
3: I'm grabbing an umbrella, man. Bump that! I'm not. I don't. I, I hate what
2: sucks. <laughs> I want to be. <laughs>
3: <laughs> can't say I blame you for that one, brother.
1: That squishy feeling is no fun. I, I can't do that, man. go side, man. to <laughs> get some rain boots, my brother. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Rainbow. Do y'all remember that song?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh lord. <laughs> oh my god. See. I don't know. I'm not time. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, see, this is why we had to come back strong for y'all and get y'all. You know, this 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 was <laughs> this very probably, entertaining. This is probably our best episode, man. <laughs> it has to be. Like this by far has to be one of the best. It's up there. You know what I'm saying? It's up there. Yeah. Um real talk, there's one final thing uh to just to ponder on. Uh, I wanted to do this with y'all just because of the fact that I mean the news came out about this and it was quite a shock to for us for sure. Um on a positive note, but one of those notes where you just wonder, uh we did have this gentleman on our show. And you know oh. <laughs> I think you're talking about someone else. yeah and we had him on our show and I mean it was nothing but great vibes over here so I gotta ask I mean guys um, thoughts and you know uh, in my case I definitely will say some prayers for sure but man talk about like dang you know to find out that Mystical's current situation it's going down or it's going down
2: a, going a, down. a repeat situation if I'm,
1: yeah. if I'm not mistaken agreed and it's, it's okay. kind of like
2: how are we supposed to feel if it's a repeat offense
3: cuz I know how, exactly how everybody would feel if 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 Chris Brown hit Rihanna again
2: yeah like <laughs> yeah does. yes because it's like you know you you try to base your judgment of somebody based upon y'all's interaction
0: mm-hmm.
2: but it's like if it's happening multiple times like wh- what is there to what is there to really argue here like it sucks and i i don't know yeah. it sucks so but he sucks for doing what he'd be out there doing so
1: yeah yeah it's oh man you know you, you really hate to hear that when you had some like you know like you said you had real interaction and you're like man you know what the heck you know um but just something just to throw out there you know i didn't want to end that on that kind of note but didn't want to let the show go without kind of bringing that briefly up there just in the fact of immense you know because y'all know how we do in the chat you know we find this stuff out it's just like
3: yo for
1: real like that was just such a heartbreaker. Like, dang man, you know, thought my homie was on the up and up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, comeback and just all kind of stuff. But you know, when these things happen, it's just kind of like, man,
3: bro, when does it? When does it, it, it? You know. But uh, well, good um, peoples. So he's he's the one that needs help now. Is that the grizzly bear.
1: No, it is not the grizzly bear that needs help this time. So maybe the grizzly bear is now going to come on the station, and we're going to hear the rap from the grizzly bear, saying to save the mysticals, you know, of the world. You know, it needs it. You know, I don't know. Oh, Very passionately, I might add, with a fish in his mouth in the process. Oh. I don't know. Hi, Yosemite. Hey man, listen We always gotta keep y'all laughing Keep y'all locked, you know what I mean Uh, Listen man, this was a fun episode Fun show, we hope y'all enjoyed it Man, Uh, you know We we made this one a little lengthy, but we did it on purpose Just for y'all, because, you know, we love y'all That much, appreciate y'all for always Rocking with us faithfully, man You know, we try to keep this thing going for y'all On a consistent basis, but you know, schedules cross, you get all over the place We some busy peoples, but That don't mean we ain't gonna stop this, dog. We're gonna keep it rolling for y'all. Y'all just be real with us, man. Keep it real. But in the in in the meantime, y'all always see us on music Mondays. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna find some other creative, fun things to do for y'all on the IG when we can in between. But man, thank y'all so much for just rocking with us all the time, downloading every episode, sharing every episode. Please continue to subscribe, continue to five-star this thing if you're listening to it on. Uh Apple Podcast, you know, every time you do that, so many people are catching up to what we put out there, you know what I'm saying? Um, and they're getting to say, wow, I like these uh past the folks, man. This crew is is lit, man. I like the way they they interact with each other, man. This is cool, you know. Well, we can't do that without y'all. So please, please, please leave five stars. Um really kind of forgot how Google even does their podcast, but y'all know what it is. So y'all great review. Comment, share, all of those things help bring the numbers up and the awareness up. So without y'all, we can't we can't flourish, man. So thank y'all for helping us flourish from around the world. We love y'all and appreciate y'all. Um, make sure you're following the brand at OTS Media Co. on all platforms. Uh check us out on Instagram at OTS Media Co. constantly giving updates, constantly celebrating anniversaries of classic projects and singles and artists all kind of stuff bringing y'all news bringing y'all everything that you could ever want in one literal setting okay from sports music gaming all these things man so follow the brand at OTS Media Co uh make sure you check out the website www.otsmediaco.com head to the twitter at OTS Media Co um, on the website, you'll see cool articles and all kinds of dope things in the process. So thank y'all so much for, again, just supporting us, uh, subscribe on the YouTube, make sure y'all check out our plugged in. That's our sister show where, uh, independent artists get to showcase themselves for a quick 15 minutes of fame on 15 minutes of fame arena. So artists, if you're an independent artist from anywhere, basically listening to this, make sure you go head over to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, notification bell, and uh submit your music, you know, but make sure you check out an episode so you know the criteria. I ain't going to say that all right now, man. That's a longer outro, but y'all y'all just go check out plugged in. You'll get all of that over there, okay? Nonetheless, thank y'all so much for always rocking with us. Um guys, any final thoughts, concerns, shout-outs, anything y'all want to give before we
2: basically close this thing on out, man. Um I feel like the rollout for Donda 3 is fucking amazing. Oh. Um and that's all I'm going to say. We could talk about it later. All right, bye. It's been a great episode. Love y'all.
3: <laughs> I got nothing to say after that. We'll we'll see y'all next month. Oh, you know, whenever we get another episode out, we'll see y'all there. I just I just say, you know, <laughs> <laughs> It's been one heck of a
1: summer, and we know we in for one heck of a fall, baby.
0: So you just
1: never know what you about to get in the fourth quarter. It's fourth quarter season, baby. And when fourth quarter season's opponents, you never know how this year gonna close out. So just be ready, because you never know who we gonna get in the fourth quarter. That's where things come most clutch. So, y'all, that being said, I'm Dwayne. This is Janine, that's my boy Derek. Y'all already know where to find us. So with all that said, we ain't got nothing left for y'all. That's the outro. Thank y'all so much. We catch y'all on the flip side. Make sure you keep subscribing, keep hope alive, keep music vibes, and uh, yeah, catch y'all. Oh yeah, by the way, the Ox has officially been passed over to you. Peace.